What is going on, my real estate investing friends? I wanted to jump in here and tell you thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I seriously hope that it brings you an insane amount of value in order for you to be able to crush it in your marketing for your active real estate investing business. This show is specifically here to educate real estate investors on amping up their marketing. So more than likely, if you're listening to this show, you are either already an active investor or you're wanting to jump in, you're doing a little bit of educating for yourself. Uh, so if you're either of those and you enjoy this show, you're gonna wanna subscribe to the REI Marketing weekly email newsletter. Yes, I know that's a mouthful, but it is totally worth it because that's where this show kind of derived from. And in that newsletter, it's 100% value content and it's got four segments in each newsletter that goes out every single Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time about crushing it in your real estate investing business marketing. Uh, we have segments where I myself give a marketing tip. We have a segment for a marketing update or a how-to. So if there's something that's new on like Facebook or a new algorithm, them for Google or something like that. We talk about that or there's a new platform that comes out. We also do a lot of how to's and then we have a segment specifically for somebody that is in an active real estate investing business crushing it in some form of their marketing efforts and that's where this show comes in. So we're literally stripping the audio from that interview and putting it into this show. So there's that segment on the email newsletter and then there's a segment specifically for a tool or a resource that you're able to use in your marketing. So in order to get to this, go to colormedia.com slash subscribe, colored spelled C-U-L-L-E-R. So colormedia.com slash subscribe. Make sure that you do that. Do not miss out on it because it's a great newsletter, 100% value. There's no selling in there. And you guys are gonna learn so much from that. It's just an extension of this podcast and for you guys to be able to go deeper into your marketing and get all these little tips here and there that are gonna help you stand out in your market. So again, thank you so much for listening to this show. Make sure that you share it around with your friends. I seriously appreciate it if you do. Leave a review if you're able to, and then I hope you enjoy. Let's get started with today's Who's Crushing It segment. Let's go. Welcome to the Who's Crushing a segment of the REI Marketing Weekly Newsletter. First of all, thank you for being a subscriber to the newsletter and thank you for uh, watching this segment. It is an awesome segment. I always have the best people in the business, um, active real estate investors, people that are actually doing stuff, not just those gurus and the influencers. I do have influencers on the show, but they actually have an active business that they're working in in order to bring leads in because that's what it's all about. So today I'm excited because I've got somebody that's around my age <laughs> on the show here. So uh, Greg Helbeck out of California is going to be on the show today. So um, I, it's always funny, Greg. I, I, you know, for the longest time, I've taken pride walking into a room, you know, a mastermind or, or a meetup or something like that and taking pride in me being the youngest person in the room. And then now if I walk into a room with you, I'm like, well, shit, now I'm not that guy anymore. So <laughs> yeah. anyway, so it's good. So Greg, appreciate you being on, man. For the people that don't know who you are, do me a favor and introduce yourself, who you are, what you do, how long you've been doing all that. Sure, man. Greg Helbeck, uh, California guy, um, primarily, uh, originally from New York, the area, New York area. So I kind of uh, migrated out to the West Coast. Uh, real estate investor, been doing this full time about four and a half years now. So time flies. Um, started out, you know, obviously very young, very new, had a lot to learn. Um, took me a couple of years to start to really get some traction. And then after I started uh, really learning marketing and sales at the end of the day, uh, I started to do deals consistently. I have a lot of experience, you know, doing wholesaling and virtual wholesaling. And now I primarily do 
uh, rehabs, which is a whole nother business, rental. Yeah. Uh, we're still doing a little bit of wholesaling. I don't really like it as much anymore. I think we're at the market. It's a little interesting to do. We can talk about that. Uh, and then my bread and butter, I think, is really um, actually wholesaling, which is what everyone likes to talk about yeah. now. Yeah. which is um, basically just a combination of a wholesale and a rehab. Um, so that's my business. You know, I'm not doing high volume. I've got a you know, team of uh, four people that work with me. Um, and then, you know, we're doing, you know, two to four properties a month. Um, we're doing some pretty big deals. We got some big margins we're hitting. Uh, and then we're doing some deals that suck too. So we're kind of all over the board. So yeah, um, that stuff happens, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Um, so what market are you in? I know you're, you live in California. Yeah. What, what markets do you operate yep. in? So I'm operating actually in San Diego as well as New York, tri-state area. So I used to awesome. do stuff in Texas and all over the place. And I said, you know what? This is not for me right now. I'm going to focus on where I know and where I live. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. And then what part of New York? Yeah. So the Hudson Valley region of New York, it's about an hour north of Manhattan. Gotcha. So you're not dealing with the crazy New York City real estate, but you still got some pretty expensive properties up there and very minimal competition in New York. Uh, if you're listening, that's a great market because there's a huge barrier to entry. Um, cause you need to have capital and attorneys. It's very difficult to wholesale up there. So great market, not a lot of competition and San Diego, uh, great market, a lot of competition, but the spreads you can make out here are insane. Sure. Absolutely. So I think, uh, one direction I would like to go because you are doing virtual deals and I, um, yeah. and, and I think, you know, Gary Harper and many of the listeners here know Gary Harper. When I first started, when I was actually 20 years old, about the same age that you guys started, um, Gary brought me on and we were virtually wholesaling in Michigan and Ohio. And we did, I think the first year I was with him, we did about um, 80 to 90 deals or something like that. And virtual, virtual wholesaling is, it's, it's, it's easy if you have the right systems and processes down, um, not just on the operational end, but in the marketing end, um, yeah. you know, bringing leads in and then having that, that buyer's list is, was like, like pivotal for us. I mean, if you don't have buyers, then you're not going to, it doesn't matter how many leads you, you get in. Um, so you got to market for both sides. So that's one direction I'd really like to take this in. Cause, cause I think that's a lot, a lot of people need to hear that. I was just at a mastermind this past weekend in Las Vegas. And, um, a lot of people were talking about virtual wholesaling and asking like, how difficult is it? Like, like, how do you get boots on the ground? I mean, how do you know what's a good deal and what's not a good deal? Do you have to visit the market and that kind of stuff? So um, I, I know there's a lot of things that we could talk about operational wise, but definitely because this is a marketing yeah. newsletter, we want to keep it marketing. But what are some things that you're doing in order? Let's talk about bringing the leads in for the motivated yeah. sellers. What are some yeah. things that you're doing virtually to get leads in? Absolutely. Um, so virtually and locally, I'm doing two things. I'm doing uh, direct mail marketing in New York, and I'm not doing any of that in San Diego right now. Uh, and we're doing, we're doing three lists we're hitting. We're hitting an old, uh, like, um, landlord list on prop stream. Um, it's just basically old landlords we're mailing to Yeah, uh, we're mailing the tax delinquent list and we're mailing vacant houses uh, in New York. So we're sending about 3,500 letters a month, not a tremendous amount of volume for some other guys, sure. but with my response rates. And like I said, there's not a lot of competition in that market. Uh, we get crazy responses and we do deals usually off of every campaign we send for the, it's, awesome. if you look at it on a six month cycle, not immediately, sure. but over time, it, it always catches back up to us. So we're mailing them letters and uh, I've, so, I've seen a higher response rate from letters, um, you know, in terms of uh, responses and leads, but I'm also not against doing postcards because you can get more units out there. Mm -hmm. um, so I've done both, converted both. So that's what we're doing for direct mail. Um, you know, so that's working pretty well. I think our best converting list by far is tax delinquent. I mean, we've made more money off that list in our And that's area. in New York? Oh, that's in New York. Yeah, yeah, that list is untouchable in New York. It's very hard to get. Um, huge barrier to entry to get that thing. And once you get it to process that thing, I mean, good luck. It's, it's <laughs> yes. 
uh, took my VA like three weeks to, to do that. And it was an absolute pain in the ass oh, yeah. to say the least. Um, yeah. That's converting well. Um, just to give you a little sequence of how we're processing our leads, uh, we're, we're, we have a live answering service answer the phone. And then after that, it goes to me right now, but I'm just, I just hired two lead managers uh, as of yesterday. So I'm going to start to unload some of that. They're going to be sifting through some of the uh, pretenders and only focusing on the contenders as Todd Toback says. Yeah. And then from there, I'll speak to qualified pop prospects and uh, make offers that way. So let's talk about the, um, the call center that you have. I know, I know a lot of people use them. I mean, I, I know that you got like your Salesforce and then you actually have the, the platforms where they can feed to like call yeah. rail and, and mm-hmm. uh, call fire and all those, all those at yeah. ring central, all those platforms. So how are you utilizing that? I mean, are you finding it difficult where, um, you know, maybe a, a seller doesn't trust somebody on the phone or yeah. any, anything that any barriers you yeah. got to get over. When get question. So I first started, I used Pat live. I used Pat live by the way. Sure. So I used Pat live and in the beginning I, st- I was very young when I was using them. I didn't really have a lot of money. So I, I screwed the whole thing up and I wasn't as good of a marketer as I was then as I am now. Sure. So uh, Pat live was, and I had a really complex system that I was trying to operate and it made no sense. So it was an epic failure. Uh, and then what I did for a while, so I stopped using an answering service. Then I went all the voicemail. And that still converted pretty well, the voicemail, especially in New York with not a lot of competition. You're not missing out on much. Um, but I decided, you know, if I'm going to be sending the money, spending more money on these mailers, I want people to answer the phone live. And I want to see if yeah. I get a different, you know, conversion or response. Like so, so why? So why? I want to park on that for a second. So why do you, why is it so important to answer those calls live as opposed to letting it go to voicemail or missing the call and then returning yeah. the call? I think that if you're going to answer the phone live, I, I'm, and like I said, this is a test for me. So I'll have more information sure. in like four months. I'd yeah. be happy we'll months. get you back on. <laughs> yeah. So I think when you're answering the phone live, if it's a qualified lead that most sellers are, that are calling are, are crap, you know, you're going to be yeah. there qualified, but the qualified leads, once they're already speaking to someone live, they're going to feel a little bit more certain about the whole process because they're going to get some questions answered. My script is designed to answer questions that they might have. So I know I can, you know, answer whatever their, their concerns are. And then I think it, it's getting, it's setting them up to deal with more of a professional environment. Um, I think in my market, there's not a lot of competition, but there are a couple of charlatans in my area and they really make a bad name for everyone. Sure. So I want to try to stand out above the, the rest and um, not, you know, if everyone's going to voicemail, I want to be the guy answering live because if yeah. they call me and they speak to someone who's representing me, um, you know, I'm going to be in a better chance to buy their house, yeah. uh, quite frankly. So that's, exactly. that's why I'm doing the answering service. I like that. So uh, one thing that you just mentioned was, you know, if, if, if everybody's doing X, then I'm going to do Y. Um, and I think that, you know, in marketing, there's, there's a million different things you can do in marketing, but I, you know, every single person is doing direct mail. Every single person is doing, um, you know, their website and SEO and all that. And like each market, it can be more and more difficult. You're talking about your New York market. It's not super competitive. So it may be easier to achieve the, the, the lead goals that you're looking to get, but um, so what's your, what's your take on that? Like why, why be different from what other people are doing? Even if that stuff that they're doing is working, uh, why, why be different? Yeah. From them? I'm a big split tester. So I want to be different. Number one, to get some data so I can make some good decisions. Cause as I mm-hmm. grow this team, I need to have really good data to go off of. And number two, I want to see like, you know, if, if you got to almost imagine yourself, if you're the seller, and I, I think a lot of real estate investors, you know, can't relate to motivated sellers, to be honest with you, because the motivated sellers usually have terrible, like yeah. in a jam, they haven't paid their mortgage in five years. I mean, that could happen to anyone, knock on right. wood, that doesn't, but it's hard to relate to a seller because you're just trying to, to think about yourself. So you got to put yourself in the other person's shoes. And if you have a problem property or a problem, 
you know, you want to feel, especially if it's embarrassing, you want to feel like you're in good hands, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm trying to, to kind of reverse engineer how that customer is going to feel when they call me. Like and I think a live answering service um, that doesn't have abrupt questions is going to have a little bit less resistance uh, yeah. opposed to getting some sort of marketing piece, calling, getting a voicemail. What the hell is this? They didn't call me back. So I think I'm trying to do my best to understand my potential customers and how I can serve them best. Because, I mean, we buy houses uh, a lot where the, their sellers are in bad situations. And we, we were really good at, at negotiating and solving those problems uh, from doing this for a while. Um, and you have to be able to hop into bed with them, figure, not literally, obviously, but um, <laughs> figuratively, yeah. and figure out what, what's keeping them up at night, at, right? So I think the more resistance you add between you and the prospect, the less chance you're going to have of converting them because you're going to have to overcome all these barriers that are yeah. inevitable. Oh, absolutely. So I, a previous episode, we had Adrian Dinez on. He's with uh, Investor Carrot. Many of you guys know who they are. Yeah. Um, Carrot now, they rebranded. But we were talking about this of how like relevance is so important when you're, when you're marketing to your motivated seller. And, and instead of like telling people you know, about us and like what we do and all that stuff. Talk about the case studies. Talk about how you've helped other people. And I think that's important to understand, Um, which again, that's something that hardly anybody's doing. I mean, my my clients do that. When I go visit an active real estate investor and we're shooting video, I am forcing them. Like you're not working with me if you're just talking about yourself. We're doing videos that are bringing value. Um, yeah. directed towards that because because it's all about like driving for results I mean like no matter what you do in marketing you should always shoot to get the end result even that top level content that we that that me and my team produce it's meant to drive people to the bottom of the funnel but you have to do that by creating relevance with them like you're of talking course. about you got to be really let me give yeah. you a good example right now this right now because I just got a, I was a hot lead in San Diego which is a hyper competitive market so you yeah. need to really have your shit dialed in so oh, I yeah. swear um, you need to have it buttoned up out here or else you're, you're dead in the water. Yeah. I got a, a lead guy inherited two properties in so-so areas. And most people are just going to try to figure out, you know, how I can buy this thing at a deep discount and make a bunch of money. I spent 30 minutes on the phone with a guy relating to him, connecting with him, sharing him people in the past who I've helped asking him a bunch of open-ended questions. And by the time we're done with that phone call, we had a tremendous amount of rapport built and we had clear next steps established for what's going to happen next. Yeah. And it's because I took the time to try to understand his perspective and not give him mine. Absolutely. Very so, uh, so, so one thing that I want to chat about too, maybe it's al- along the, the same path here that we're, that we're on right now is, um, and you guys know John Martinez, he's one of my clients and uh, we've had him on the, the show here before and talk about how sales and marketing kind of relate with each other. And they, they happen they just, to mentor me too, by the way. Which yeah, is, exactly. So, so that's a little bit. Yeah. Right. So, so that's <laughs> why I'm going to ask you this question is because I know that. Yeah. And, um, so I know that you do a lot of stuff with John and you, I, I believe you do some training for him. I coach um, all his high end clients. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, so kind of talk about how, and we've had that conversation with John and that was a few, quite a few episodes ago. Um, but let's talk about how, what you, what that conversation we just had where you were talking about their needs and you spent a lot of time on the phone with them. So how does sales on the phone relate to your actual marketing strategy when you're trying to lock up a deal? Like how does that that's play in with question. each other? That's such a good question. And the answer, the short answer is consistency. So if you're doing, depending on what you're doing, like because advertising is like, there's so, I could talk about advertising for days, but yeah, like if you're consistent with what your marketing was like versus what you were like, you're in such a good position to try to win that prospect over. Because if you're like that. writing them a sales letter, a one page sales letter, and you're talking about, you know, 
we understand you. We feel that, you know, we buy houses that need work, you know, essentially. And then you go in and you follow up with your, you follow up on your marketing with consistent sales process mm -hmm. and you show empathy and you understand that you're there to serve them. They're going to be much more open to whatever your ultimate offer is because they've seen the consistency with the marketing message. And now they're seeing the same exact consistency and your integrity that you're trying to demonstrate in your marketing with the way that you're actually negotiating with that customer. So you need to be very consistent. And the last thing you want to do is be misleading and do trickery marketing where you're sending out stuff that's just getting them to call. And then, you know, you're rude to them on the phone and no one's perfect. You know, everyone makes yeah. mistakes, but that you're just, you're creating so much resistance for somebody to do business with you. And you're creating so much skepticism. Um, you're really just, you're, you're trying to run on a, on a treadmill going uphill versus if you go the same distance, if you just put the damn thing straight. Yeah, for sure. So I'm glad you went that direction with that answer because what I always tell people is, you know, the, the content that you put out there and you, you kind of specifically mentioned it was like, that's, I always tell people that's your 24 hour salesman. If you put a video up oh, with a case yeah. study about how you helped somebody with a probate, like you're going to build a no like, and trust situation with them. And they're, yeah. and even if you like, if the video you talk about this case study and then what their options are, if they're in the same situation, and then you save yourself for last, which is the call to action, but you've built this value up. Um, that builds relationships with your, 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 your sellers. The and then once you get on the phone, you got to follow through with yeah. that promise though, exactly. because that's you reputation. Do what you're gonna do. Exactly. You yeah. gotta, you gotta follow through exactly what you said you're going to do and you're pre-selling yeah. them with a lot of your marketing. And that's right. I think that's a little tougher in our business. I mean, it works Absolutely. in our business, but in the, in the info marketing business and like the, you know, other businesses, it's a lot easier to do that. I think in the sure. motivated seller business, the challenge is that, um, you know, you're, 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 you know, motivated sellers are, 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 are you know, one out of 30 maybe. Right. Yeah. So like, you gotta like understand right. that, but then there's profits way higher. So it's like, it's a kind of sure. a there basically. Sure. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I completely agree with that. I always so like reputation can be one of your best marketing strategies that oh, you can possibly yeah. do. If you yeah. build that reputation up, but you follow through with no matter what you do, whether it's on your website, the content you put on your website, the way you talk to a seller on the phone, the way you talk to oh, a yeah. seller through a text message and face to face. Yeah. You got to follow through with all that no. and keep that consistent. It's so. no joke. And uh, a little tidbit for everyone here. If you want to get really good at this stuff, obviously John's training is fantastic. All yeah. his content he puts out. Uh, there's a book, Never Split the Difference. I just made an Instagram post before I hopped on here. That book is literally will change your life. If you study that book and actually understand how to apply those tactics, life-changing stuff. I kid you not, $20 book, it'll probably make you a million bucks. Kid you not. Yeah, Take yeah absolutely. It's crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. And I got that book on the back shelf behind Dude, me too. And that book, uh, communication book I've ever read. Far yeah. It, it, it's fantastic. And, and yeah. again, like you play that so much into your marketing and oh. um, it, it's all, it's all crafted with your messaging. So your messaging relates yeah. down to your marketing, which is, you know, everything that's on the website and front, front facing yeah. towards your audience, but then also yeah. on the phone and the sales process and all that. So, um, Absolutely. So, so the last thing, the face that I want to go in here, I told you I was going to keep this short. So I want to make sure I keep that promise here. Um, the last thing I want to kind of ask you is like, what are some tips that you could give people just short? Maybe it's a minuscule tip. Uh, I think about like one of the first interviews that I had, uh, Jimmy Ogle on out of Oklahoma city. Yeah. He gave yeah. us a tip that he's like, well, on our direct mail, we started putting a family photo on there and uh, we started getting results a lot. We started getting a lot more leads coming in and closing deals because of that. Um, so even something as small as that, like give us a couple of tips in marketing yeah. that you're doing right now that's actually allowing you to go above the rest of the competition. Mm, that's really good. 
Um, do you want a marketing tip or more of like a rule of thumb, what to look for tip? Cause I have a few things I have in, in my, in my, my brain here. I'm just trying to think of what would be the most valuable to your audience. Either one is fine. Let's, let's roll with whatever's on your brain right now. <laughs> I would say this is very important for people to understand. And I'm learning this as we speak. I think the amount of leads that you generate is kind of irrelevant because I would rather generate 20 legitimate leads than 60 sort of interested leads. And yeah. I, the reason I'm saying that is because there's mediums out, media channels out there, i.e. texting and RVM, where you can generate a lot of leads very fast. And you, it could still be a lead, which is essentially someone who has a house for sale. Right. But the quality of that lead is not usually as strong as a direct mail or an internet lead. So don't let your leads fool you because sure. with that type of marketing, it certainly works, but you're going to have to usually and ask anyone around here. I don't care. You know, most people will agree with me here. You're going to have to generate a lot more leads from cold calling and texting or RVMs to get a deal yeah. than you are if you're doing mailers or internet because they're essentially taking the time to pick the phone up and call your postcard or yep. go online. So just, I'm not saying don't use those media channels because I use those media channels, but don't let the fact that you're getting 10 leads now instead of um, five fool you because you're probably going to have to double your leads in that media channel in order to still see the conversion. Yep. And the second tip I would say is if you or someone on your team is doing active marketing, you need to be tracking and your team needs to be tracking the daily numbers that are going on in your business. Because if you don't know how many leads are coming in, how many offers got made, how many contracts got signed, you have nothing to tell a coach. You have nothing to tell somebody on Facebook. You have no way to get help because yeah. nobody knows what your numbers are. So, and even worse, and even yeah. worse, you don't have like, you can't, you can't figure out where to gauge your, like, yeah. should I pull money from this marketing exactly. channel and give it to this one? Because this exactly. one's working and this one's not like that's, you need to know yeah. what, what you need to know your numbers. And not, not saying your numbers are going to give you your results, but I'm saying your numbers will ha have someone help you so much easier. Absolutely. If you get a hundred leads and you have zero contracts, then you're either terrible at converting or you're getting shitty leads. Absolutely. So it's like, you know, what's, what, what's the issue there? But there, a hundred leads is the data set that you need to make that decision. If you said, I don't know how many leads I got, then I'm like, well, I don't know. How can I help you? you know? Yeah. So yeah, for sure. Well, dude, that was some really good information. I appreciate you dropping all this. I mean, so many, so many different things that you guys could take away here and apply. Um, and, and guys take, don't take this for granted. Like make sure that you're taking everything that we're talking about on here and applying that to your marketing because marketing is going to, it's, it's the lifeblood of your business. Like you could be the most excellent salesperson on the planet, but if you don't have leads coming through the door, done. you are never you're going done. to have a successful business. You're dead in the yep. water. No, so you, you got to make sure you do that, but apply these things, Greg, dude, I appreciate you being on the show here, um, sharing everything you have. If somebody want to get in contact with you, um, whether it's something that you got that you could offer or, uh, just contact with you personally, what's the best way to make that happen? Um, email me, Greg at velocityhousebuyers.com. G R E G at velocity, V E L O C I T Y, house, H O U S E, buyers, B U Y E R S.com. That's the best email for me. And um, let's connect on there. If there's any way I can help other people, I'd be happy to do so. And if you ever want to have me come back on as another guest, I'd be more than happy to do it, my friend. 
Absolutely. Dude, I appreciate it. Guys, I'm going to have that link below so you can make sure you check that out um, and make sure that you connect with Greg because this, this kid is awesome. Like, I love calling somebody else a kid because I always get called kid or bud or buddy. Like, <laughs> it's all good, man. We're, we're making it happen. And hey, I appreciate the hustle. I appreciate everything you do. Like, I, I, um, I actually, even though you're younger than me, I actually admire you and look up to you. So you, you're crushing it out there and continue doing that. So um, good stuff, but guys, that's going to do it for today's segment of the who's crushing it, uh, segment of the REI marketing weekly newsletter, share this around with your friends and make sure that they see it, especially if they're an active real estate investor, you got to get this information in your hands. It's extremely vital good. and valuable. So good make sure stuff. you do that. You got good stuff, brother. I like your stuff. I appreciate it, man. Um, and then you guys make sure you check out the rest of the content in the newsletter. Reach out to me if you have any questions or if you need anything from me, josh.colormedia.com. And I will see you guys next week. Take it easy.